This just in from Just Riding Along Outdoor Media, Matt's Week in Review with an update on breaking bicycle industry news. Hello, welcome to Matt's Week in Review, recorded on 7-21-2022. Kicking this week off with industry news, Borealis Bikes acquires Terrain Tires. Press release says that Borealis is excited to offer low buy-ins to dealers and direct-to-consumer web options. Also, sounds like they plan to start with offering 26 and 27.5 tires in 2.6 or greater widths. So no 29 at this time. Other industry news, Fox sues RockShox. That's right, you heard me correctly. Fox is suing RockShox over the fork lower bleeders. I'm excited to see what happens with this one because I have a feeling that in a year, you will still be able to buy a RockShox fork with bleeders. But the question is, will that be licensed? Will Fox lose? What's going to happen here? Really exciting to see. I did burp my fork today. And it went... And that was that. So we're going to move into silly things. Recently released at Eurobike. And I don't know how to pronounce this. It's Q-V-I-S-T. So Q-Vist. Q-Vist. I don't know how you do that one. Uh, but Qvist hubs are new to the scene with a double-star ratcheting system. Now I'm going to try my best to explain this here. All-star ratchets have two. The best way to consider this without a photo is technically like a three-ratchet setup. And there's a middle ratchet that's toothed on the, let's say, inboard and outboard side. And it gets passed back and forth between the inboard and the outboard single-faced ratchet. And... As it pings or passes back and forth between the other two ratchets, it alternates engagement, kind of like how the new Industry 9 Hydra Hub doesn't engage every paw every time. That's how you get, you know, they're out of phase. Um, So this offers 128 tooth engagement or 2.8 degrees of engagement. This one isn't officially released yet, though. It's still in the latest or last testing stages by the German engineers of the company. Sticking with hubs and things that are maybe a little bit out of left field, 3x3-9-hub is released. So it's internally geared. It offers a huge 554% gear range, but only offers 9 shifts, or 9 gears. Uh, so 8 shifts for 9 gears. This means the step between the gears are large. They also claim you can shift it under load, like full load. Just shift it under load, which no other internally geared system does that last thing is they say it requires zero maintenance but it does weigh more than a roll-off hub which i did not know was possible uh these will be available first on nikolai bikes so don't try to rush out and buy one today as you'd have to buy a complete bike with this already installed next up moving into road but still euro bike fsa launches a new road group the fsa Wii 12-speed group set this group set has everything. Modular chain rings, disc only, 12 speeds, titanium cassettes. It's got it all. Yes, 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 yes. That was my best at Stefan from Saturday Night Live. In all seriousness, that this is billed as being faster shifting than their previous setup. But my understanding of the previous setup, which I have limited info on the original group, but it shifted really slow. Uh, meaning on a normal bike, you can ask it to shift. This had a delay because it wanted the shift to be completed before you initiated the next shift. 
So if you wanted to move across the cassette, it, it was a pretty laborious process. So even if this new stuff shifts faster, I wonder if it's going to be fast enough for the market to bear. Because that's that's the thing in all electronic shifting right now. It's fast, right? Shimano saying their stuff is fast implies that SRAM isn't fast enough. And until we quantify these shifts measurable in a certain number of milliseconds, then I don't know that we're we're talking about true speed. We're we're talking about subjective feeling of shift speed. So that's what I'd be really excited to see is, you know, we have all these cool rolling resistance tests or chain efficiency tests or all those things. It'd be awesome to see some shift speed measurement done at a real scientific level. Um, I think that'd be really cool. So next up, moving into mountain bikes, but not cool. Nair launches a new RKT9 with geometry updated to 2015 specs. I gave this a proper but small rant in the JRA that launched earlier this week. But this bike just looks dated. I don't see com- anything compelling about this bike in terms of travel, geometry, bottle capacity, really anything. And as Kenny mentioned, the customer support may not offset the rest of the, let's say, shortcomings of the bike. So when shopping this bike, I want to really, if you're looking at this bike and going, wow, this bike is the bike for me, I would love to have an email sent through the contact form on the Just Riding Along website. Tell me why this is the bike for you. What about this bike made it for you? And no offense, but if the answer is, well, it's my ninth Niner in a row, or I've had Niners since whatever year they were released, cool, email in, but that's not necessary. Like, I mean, I'd be interested to hear that, but if you're buying on familiarity and buying on, well, I'll give, you know, bartender, give me another, that's fine. But if you're really shopping and scouring the market, I'd love to know what drove you to this bike. So, yeah. Uh, Moving into cool stuff, but sticking with bikes, Allied releases their first mountain bike, the BC40. This is an XC bike that can come with all the travels. I think this is done through different shocks. Didn't really find a definite answer on this, so sorry if I overlooked it. It looks like you can do 120 or 110 or 100 travel, and I think that's done, again, with different stroke lengths of shocks. I don't think there's flip chips to tune that this bike has progressive geometry so it's it's big it's long it's slack for what it is um it holds two water bottles and you can get it in cool colors and i'm not being silly when we talk about a bike being compelling if you told me well i bought you know like why did you buy an allied bc40 over an epic evo oh i could get it in purple oh okay i that's an answer that i'll take home you know i that's fine to me the pricing is really high, but I've already speculated, and I don't remember if I did this in the JRA that's already posted or not, but I feel like this bike is priced in a way that allows their c- production capacity to align with the market demand for this bike, meaning the number of people who say this costs too much is fine with Allied. They're only going to be able to make so many this year, and I have a feeling they've priced them so the number of buyers and the number of frames they can make will align and they can sell the number that they can actually produce at the current pricing. And to crystal ball this a little bit, if if sales are stagnant and they're outproducing what the market will 
bear on pricing. I bet they can launch something that says, you know, we've had some production optimization and we can chop $500 out of a frame set price or whatever it is and then sell the, you know, frame set modules or bikes they need to. And I'm not knocking on Allied for doing this. I mean, if you can only make X widgets a year, but you know the market's going to want 10x then you just raise the price of your widget until only 10x of the potential like if 10x wanted to buy it but you can only make x you raise the price to where x percentage of the market that wanted it that can't afford it still buys it i think that's pretty easy to understand but yeah uh gonna wrap things up with all things lugged and i'm not talking about old chromoly frames we're gonna do shoes then we do tires so Shimano has a new gravel shoes just released. The RX 600, which is a race shoe. This has the DNA of an XC shoe. Um, the EX 700, which is best described as having the DNA of a sporty sketcher. And the EX 300, which is best described as a sketcher from wish.com. It's not a very good looking shoe. The first two have boas. The EX300 looks like it has laces or maybe like a draw-tight system of some sort. Are these shoes good? I'm sure. Are they very similar to shoes already in existence, but they've just had the gravel badge added to them? Probably so. Uh, rounding things out with tires, though, and that'll be the rest of our lugs, and that will be our Matt's Week in Review. Schwalbe announces a tire recycling program. Um, I would read an article about this one because I can't go through all the sciencey stuff because there's big words that dumb rednecks can't pronounce. Mostly about superheating things without oxygen in order to burn it in a way and make fuel that makes it factory not need to buy energy to burn up tires to get the carbon black out of the tires to put it in new tires. I, I don't understand it, so I can't even begin to explain it, but they're beginning a tire recycling program. The one big thing I don't understand is how feasible it will be to ship tires back. But I don't work for Continental. This isn't my problem. Uh, American Classic is releasing a very affordable tire lineup. They have tires that run. Um, they have a, a 29 or down country tire. And then in both 27.5 and 29, they have trail and enduro treads with trail and enduro casings for each. So, you know, a light -er heavy and a heavy -er casing in two different tread options and then both tire sizes in each uh, the prices are low the most expensive option is fifty dollars and the most affordable option is that down country tire at 45. i will honestly probably try these tires when i wear out all the randoms that we have around here with the exception of one tire i want to buy which is the maxis freshly released forecaster 2.0 they don't call it a 2.0 they just re-released the forecaster with an updated tread um it's going to be available in 29 by 2.4 and 2.6 with each size coming in dual compound and 3c they're billing this as a downcountry tire i don't think they use that exact word they're calling it a trail tire that's a stop gap between xc and trail so downcountry this i think is going to be an awesome tire to pair with a recon as still a fast ish tire but something with a little bit more grip and a little bit more side knob um if you wanted to bring up another let's say direct competitor to mine i think it's going to be a wtb trail boss which is you know it's still a quick tire but it's not a fast tire and i think that's where the forecaster re-release is going to land uh, i think this would be a really cool tire to try on my hey duke maybe get a 2.6 put it on the front move that 2.6 recon to the rear and have that big 2.6 squish cush of the 2.6 tires on a hardtail 
I'm excited to try it. So that's it. That's me for this week. Thanks for listening. And until next time, ride safe and be kind to one another. Thanks for tuning in to this week's news. Until next time, take care and ride safe.